so what uh ep- are we doing both episodes today i mean nothing happened in either one of them so yeah <laughs> i mean i don't need your bullshit a, a bunch of stuff <laughs> happened no fuck you james right off but the i bat. mean I, I guess it's not like how the books went or something <laughs> House of the Dragon, episode three and four. Sorry, we were gone last week, guys. I sat on my balls and we couldn't record. <laughs> lots, of, lots of commitments. And no, no, that's nope. He literally sat on his balls. That was right. I was like, guys, I'm gonna need a week, <laughs> at least a week. Yeah, and said no to recording and. So we're yeah we're doing hot D. <laughs> Speaking of hot D, we finally got to see some dong this episode for the for, for the first time in years. Yeah, geez, somebody go dust off the dong watch counter. <laughs> we sound so far like the beginning of these episodes sound like a bad radio show at five a.m. We're like. <laughs> Welcome to Hot D and Adam in the morning. Boing, I'm your boing, host, boing. Hot D. Boobs boing. Hot D in the schlong. <laughs> yeah, Adam's name is the schlong from now on. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. Episode three from last week. It was called Second of His Name. It was also directed by Greg Yantonese from last week. And it was also... Stop uh, saying last week. <laughs> these... uh. Episodes are into perpetuity. People are listening to this years from now. Years, at least years. Episode three was directed by the same guy who directed episode two. And then it was also, the the first three episodes were all written by the same guy, Ryan Condal. Not not the Ryan on the show. Different Ryan. No relation. No, yeah. Oh, thank you for clarifying. Everyone named Ryan is in the same family. No, Ryan Condal is the showrunner, so that makes a lot of sense. Episode three, it starts out, it's the big war scene, but it's not that dramatic because instead of going to war, you could just run away from dragons in caves and then they can't get you in the caves because then there's archers up on the cliff who will shoot the dragon if he tries to get you in the caves. And so stalemate. Why can't the dragon burn the archers first and then go into the caves? Mm -hmm. Don't ask questions, nerd. Sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, sure. I was psyched we got some fights. Yeah. yeah, right. Some actual physical altercations. Why can't the dragon go next to the cave and just like blow his hot fire air into them until all the people in the cave roast and burn and die? Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't know, uh, but I already am annoyed with James's version of this recap. <laughs> it's full of sass. It is full of bias and it is full of negative energy, which I do not need. Of course, he's a completionist. If it doesn't follow the books, it's fucking terrible. Oh, look at Adam's coming at James now, too. <laughs> we're, we're deep into filler territory um, for House of the Dragon. None of this was in the books. See, I wouldn't know that. Like, <laughs> like to me, it's very, uh, it flows very nicely in this story. <laughs> Apparently, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, whatever, Adam. Bah, bah, bah. Anyway, <laughs> back in King's Landing, there's a new Babby, Babby Aegon the Second, and he's a cute little platinum blonde-haired two-year-old Babby, baby Babby. It's season one, and so we all have to go hunting. That's what you do in season one of a Game of Thrones show. And while they're on their way to the hunt, 
King Viserys is lecturing Rainy about how she has to get married. And she's like, I'll never get married. I'm going to be queen. And it's like, well, those things start, you know. Mutually exclusive. Yeah, you could do both of those and it would be fine. Except for I don't, I don't want to because I'm Rainy and you can't tell me what to do. When the queen who never wasn't, when she told me the reality of the situation, I told her to fuck herself. When you tell me the reality of the situation, I'm telling you to fuck yourself. Everybody can absolutely bang away. I do not care. Uh, also, what are you doing over there, dad? And he's just like, uh, whatever. I'm just going to get wasted. <laughs> just lit. While they're on the hunt, Jamie Lannister, not Jamie Lannister, sorry. Nice. Jason Lannister, which nice. is a, a real soft dick name, I gotta say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He he tries to pick yeah, up. Yeah, he should be named Ray. James Lannister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, James. Sweet baby James Lannister. A, a real hard dick name. <laughs> and he has absolutely no game, and he just completely eats shit in front of Rainy, and she's like, yeah, uh, uh, keep your drink, just give me the money. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that gin and soda, but you have to go to the other side of the bar. Otto Hightower helpfully suggests that she could just marry the baby, the little baby boy. Yeah, let's just do that. It'd be fucking weird. <laughs> it's not that weird. It, I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, pretty for weird. For them, it's not, Adam, because uh, they're, they're like the kinky incest dragon family. Yeah, fair. Seriously, it's still the, weird. The only time I would be like, well, that's a little weird. If Otto Hightower was like, how about Princess Rhaenyra marry herself? <laughs> so they go on the hunt. There's a gross scene where the king like kills uh, a defenseless stag that they've tied up. And I was so just manly. Like, is this fun for you? This is yeah. what I was, wanted uh, to do today. Like, he's such no, a he man, didn't look dude. like he was having fun at all. P.S. And by the way, this weekend, Adam and I were together at one of our pal's weddings, mm. and we watched A Knight's Tale, where we sure did. King, yes. King Robert Baratheon uh, <laughs> is part of some sort of medieval He's a party. Squire. He's a squire doing Mark Addy doing a great job. Gods, he was a squire then. <laughs> and uh, this doesn't have really anything to do with other than we're on a hunt right now. And that reminds me of the way that uh, Robert Baratheon gets drunk and then m- murdered by a, a boar, which actually, no, wait, no, it does have more to do with this episode than I previously anticipated. <laughs> And the fact that I I, men- I mentioned a Knight's Tale uh, episode one. Yeah, we had a good chat jousting. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, is, that and, and, is that why you watched it? Um, so we were in this Airbnb and I was testing out the giant fuck off TV in the basement that they had. And it had Netflix. And I'm like, let's see how it looks. And the first thing that was there was a Knight's Tale. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm watching this by myself. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Ryan came down and right. This was, was uh, mid wedding. Yeah. The couple decided to stop getting married, and yeah, so that mid, they could mid ceremony they could watch the end of a Knight's Tale, which I understand a hundred percent. They're I'm like, oh that man, rules. Queen Queen's playing. I'm there. I'm falling <laughs> Very very frightening. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> also, Rady and Kristen fight a boar. On the hunt, 
And when she gets back, she has a big confrontation with Viserys where she's like, I'm not getting married. I'm going to be queen. And he, her dad says that she could just do them both. And she's like, oh, okay. Then I'll, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take both then. I'll get married and, and be queen. Sure. During yeah. this conversation, she is just covered head to toe in boar blood, which is, <laughs> yeah, right. which is lit. Pretty uh, metal. While out on their own private hunt, the dichotomy of Kristen Cole spearing a wild boar attacking Rhaenyra through the fucking head and mm -hmm. uh, King Viserys killing a stag that is not even the white one that they are trying to go after, but uh, killing it in a defenseless uh, way where it was being held down. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure that means something. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> you know, as much as this show is just about subverting fantasy tropes, it was kind of nice for once to see a princess with a knight and have it be like a positive relationship. Right, yeah. She picked him. She obviously has the hots for the boy. And oh, then yeah. he saves her life and then, you know, doused in blood and shit. She goes and talks to her dad, a tale as old as time. <laughs> While all of that boring shit is going on, there's a war you. in the step zones. And, uh, a boar or a war? A, bo a boar war. Well, that was oh. a real war. We shouldn't oh. joke about that. Rest <laughs> in peace, Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, <laughs> the queen is dead. Long live the queen. Yeah, the war's going badly. Uh, they have miniatures, and 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 <laughs> that's not helping them make win. A resurgent. <laughs> I assume the like in his horrible shit encrusted headquarters, the crab man has like miniatures too. They're all made out of crab shells. Yeah, little tiny crabs, <laughs> shells, bones, and crab shells. <laughs> I want to specify. I recall recently about a minute ago, I said the queen is dead. Long live the king or queen. I want to make sure that everyone knows that I. Uh, I have no feelings about Queen Elizabeth II. I have zero feelings, not <laughs> negative or positive. That he's very Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Royal family's gross, though. <laughs> so is the <this> show. <laughs> so the king sends some people to help the sea snake and the rogue pea. And stop, stop right uh, there. <laughs> so this the is snake. No, nope, yeah. stop talking. This is so. This is something you've decided. <laughs> The rogue P. The rogue P. Hot D in the rogue P. <laughs> oh, it does rhyme. I do like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hot D in the rogue P in the morning. <laughs> nice. In the morning, playing all your favorite early two thousands emo hits. Next up, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> hot D in the rogue P. <laughs> Back in back in the day when the rogue P was a Dr. W, this My Chemical Romance hit was climbing the charts. <laughs> oh, God. Also, aside from the, the men that the king sent, the sea snake looks over to his left. He's like, oh, yeah, my wife can ride a dragon and That's has a dragon. That's his wife. That's his son. Yeah. His son and his wife both have dragons. Oh, yeah. sick, dude. <laughs> dude he forgot he forgot like dan yeah, and dave forgot dave just forgot about the iron fleet kinda. adam don't worry about that just move on <laughs> you got it <laughs> there's an epic sword fight they clash blades uh, 20 times and the fight was so amazing that it could not be seen and they cut it from the show and so the rogue p kills the crab prince 
off screen. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I will not be a bystander to the rope pee. I, I can't. I don't like that one, but what, you know what, if it makes you happy, keep doing it. So yeah. He, um, what I'll say is that the rogue P he said it folks, <laughs> he fights like he has plot armor. Cause he does. Right. Yeah. So like he just fights like he doesn't care. He's going to die and he might as well just be um, completely reckless. That is his vibe the entire time. And then, yeah, he goes into the caves and then kills a mini boss off screen. It reminded me of when there was a dragon egg heist and they were like, yeah, we don't have to show that one either. And then they were like, oh, there is a, like a lower level boss battle and they don't have to show that either. I don't know. I just wish I was in the rooms for these decisions where somebody was just like, no, I swear they will not want to see that. I was pretty bummed that we didn't get to see that. He chopped that motherfucker in half. Uh, he chopped him in half. Maybe it's just that, like, Doctor Who Cares guy is the too lazy to, to film action scenes. <laughs> Doctor Who Cares. <laughs> God well, damn it. Well, yeah, well, now you're segmenting out an entire part of a Doctor Who audience who you've just maimed for no reason. No, no, no. I like the plan words because Damon's like, yeah, who cares? But then he also played Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm so just I listen, like that's that. that's fine. I'm just <laughs> James needs to stop uh, shunning parts of our audience. <laughs> Episode four is called the King of the Narrow Sea. I like that I say that and he ignores me completely. <laughs> just segue to episode four. <laughs> to be fair, I spend half of every episode shunning parts of our audience keep going <laughs> this time it's a new director claire kilner she's kind of a nobody she directed episodes of pennyworth which is the dceu alfred origin story show it's young sexy alfred he's a young butler and he fucks and she directed <laughs> a few episodes of that and uh this is for sure her big break you sold that show for me, honestly. <laughs> it was written Young, by someone named Pennyworth. Ira Parker with pretty much the same resume. Copy paste. Okay. I know I'm I'm getting no I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but did you watch the post show um interview with this director after this episode? No? Oh, okay. Describe it. Okay. Say what you want to say. Uh well, so uh, well, I don't it might break it up a little bit, but I, uh, so at the end she was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm directing this. I'm a wom woman director. And we wanted to, there, she was specifically talking about the scene in the brothel and she was the like directing sex. this. Yes. D directing this. Um, I wanted to get it from a women's perspective because all we know is sex scenes from a man's perspective. And then I remembered what James said in the discord about this <laughs> scene specifically. And uh, or about well, that's any a great lead in. That's a great lead in. Any sex Adam. scene yeah. specifically, not just the the brothel one, but also the one that's a little bit later. Uh, it 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 just made me <laughs> made me laugh because of what he described it as, well, and then what she yes, was which, trying to get across. By the way, we'll, we'll, we'll get there in a moment, though. Guys. We will. The Discord yeah, yeah. that you were discussing, by the way, yes. you can get there from patreon.com slash You can HBO. get my live commentary, guys. I say yeah. very cynical and rude things when I'm watching this the show. The D is so hot right now, end quote. 
Yes, exactly. Patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z for one or more dollar a month. You get to be on that Discord and watch James's cynicism live, plus a whole lot more. And you get episodes early. Oh, well, let's take this opportunity actually to go to an ad and then we'll be right back. <laughs> and now we're back. And we're back. Weenie in the butt. <laughs> what? What does that mean? You know it? No? Okay. No, you're insane. Is this from uh, Parks and Recreation? You do you mean or, uh, no. Crazy Ira and the douche? Yeah, right. What was the first the one? We need the butts from. It's from another show, I think. I don't fucking know. It's from Family Guy. You're, oh, okay. oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was a hundred percent sure you were just making bullshit. No, up. no, no, no. It was definitely from something. <laughs> but I, I like cra- Crazy Ira and the douche. And the douche. douche. <laughs> Okay, you can do your job now, James. <laughs> the episode begins, and there's literally a line out the door of people trying to marry Rhaenyra. And first she turns down ugly old man, and then she turns down adorable little boy. And <laughs> this is a actually, great scene. I, lo- I, I like love this scene, scene a lot, yeah. yeah. So the Brackens and the Blackwoods are two families from the Riverlands that hate each other. And so while the Bracken little boy is trying to make his... You know, you know, he's doing his best, making his pitch, <laughs> but he's just a little boy, so it's not going well. And what, while he's doing it, this asshole Blackwood is heckling him, you know, like he's doing stand up. And so <laughs> Rhaenyra gets bored and leaves, and then the little boy just like murders the Blackwood guy. Yeah, the Blackwood him. guy was writing checks with his mouth that his ass could not cash. And it was pretty yes. violent stroke of, of and- the sword. And the, the little bracket boy, like, did not even look that upset. He's like, well, no. I had to do that. I'm fucking no. <laughs> glad I stabbed him. Yeah, no, he, he, the boy pulled out, like, a gigantic sword, too, like, as big as his body. Yeah. And, then the, and then the other kid was just like, and here's this toothpick. I'm sure this will go <laughs> fine. And I was so glad that that bully died. Yeah, I think that Lord, Lord Bracken here should be up there with uh, the angry... Uh, Mormon girl from the end of Game of Thrones as oh, like, the kid heroes. They need a show. I agree. Yes, Liana Mormon who goes out swinging at a giant uh, yeah, at the end ruled. of the... She really did. Which also, got- another, this character Adam is another cute little kid who was like a badass fighter. Yes, oh, and, right. you'll, and you'll see her because she'll be playing the main character in The Last of Us. Oh. Yeah. What's her name? Bella Ramsey? That's correct. Yeah. Ra- Ramsey Volt. Ramsey. Anyway. Playing yeah. the character uh, the young Pedro Pascal. <laughs> that's a that's a oh. neat that's a not only a bad joke, but a niche joke at the same time. <laughs> I just I just need to get this out there again. I think I said it last time. I watched that HBO What's Coming this year promo nice. in I just, I'm, if The Last of Us is bad, I will absolutely be devastated. It's got, <laughs> like, it's got to be good. <laughs> I, will I will burn. Be so, I will be so devastated. I will be the most upset I will ever be watching a show if it's not good. I mean, that should be an episode we talk about. What you oh, just were, that yep. whole, the whole thing. <laughs> if yeah. The Last of Us is bad, Adam will burn his own house no, to the I ground. No, I mean the, the preview <laughs> of all the shit to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot going on in there. Ugh. But th- I love that they left the ending to like hype The Last oh, of dude, Us up. Chad can be in that episode. 
Oh, that's, man. That, that's short enough for him to watch and then show up for. <laughs> and then A minute like, 30. Uh, I got nothing. I don't know, I don't, I don't know any of this shit. Uh, anyway, back, back to what we were saying. Allison feels bad about the whole marrying your dad thing. And so she <laughs> apologizes to Rainey. And also, she basically confesses that she has no friends and nobody likes her. Yeah. And so she asks Rainey to like come back into the friend zone. <laughs> so they absolutely the are deeply in love with each other, oh, right? Yes. No, it's a one sided, unrequited <laughs> love, Ryan. Yeah. Like ha- me and you. Oh, guess oh, which that, way that that's that going. <laughs> that's what that is. You love me. I hate no, you. Ryan I think that's very me. clear. And Allison finally gets her friend back, but a, part, a, a huge part of me while this is happening is just like, oh, this is going to be ruined. Mm. Shut <laughs> Damon gets back to King's Landing. He cooked all the crabs, and now yeah. he's the king of the Narrow Sea. In the books, he was the king of the Stepstones. I don't name. know why they changed it. Because it's a worse name. My only explanation is that they're like, people <laughs> are stupid. They're going to forget what the Stepstones were from last episode. But they know the Narrow Sea because that's in Game of Thrones. Because badass. Yeah, it is a better name. Yeah, it's better. So Not knowing what it is, it does sound better. King yeah. of the Narrow Sea. King or of him, him king and the Stepstones. Stepstones. <laughs> Damon and Viserys hug it out, and they're bros again. <laughs> I like when we both turn on James, he just moves yeah. on. <laughs> I like when an Adam and I are shitting on the show together against sure. Ryan. That, the yeah. Adam, and, Adam and I, that's the dark alliance right there. <laughs> that, is, don't see that, that is the unforsaken bond. <laughs> He's in a great mood, so Damon takes Rainey <laughs> to a pub crawl in Flea Bottom. And they get to watch a nice stage performance of, of some, them. some dirty beggars dunking on them, which was cool. <laughs> yeah, I like it, the part where Rainy was like, boo, boo. <laughs> she was heckling them. And Damon was like, well, they have a point. Let's leave. <laughs> Afterwards, he takes her to I like, I like a sex show, like a donkey show or whatever. Mm. And then he's like trying to seduce his underage niece right there. And it worked. And she well, was it, it feeling worked, it. Except for his... Uh, Impotence. <laughs> he's got a broken dick, folks. And Jesus so That was so, the only thing that saved uh, Rady <laughs> from making a terrible mistake. They um, explain that in the post-show interview about like him actually being impotent because he feels bad. Well, it happened in episode one as well. He could not... Yeah get it up for his girlfriend and she's like why don't you go bang your near near niece and it turned out that suggestion not even good <laughs> not even a good one <laughs> nice he's sensitive okay. but she was into it dude she was feeling it yeah she wanted it. she wanted she the damage she was really into her uncle yeah. she wanted that hot d baby baby but just to be clear no they do not bang no. and instead she goes home and it immediately bangs Kristen Cole. Right. She walks through the door and Kristen Cole's like, how did you, uh, <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Like, I was standing by this you door the magician. whole time. You got, yeah, right. Like, now you see me. Now you see me too. 
Wizards exist? Oh, wait. <laughs> I thought this sex scene was pretty pointless. There was no nudity, and it also was not that erotic to watch. Yeah, so why don't you're just, right. Why don't you're just right. skip the whole thing and just, like, you're- cut, fade to have them kiss, fade to black. Instead, they do this bizarre <laughs> silent film, uh, no nudity sex scene, like, you know, the third act of a PG-13 movie. And I was just, <laughs> yeah. uh, it was very strange to me. You're right. Quote, if, quote, if, they should okay. have just done this whole episode as a silent film. That would have been so avant-garde. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, right. I said that at the if, time. If you can't see Millie's boobs, then it's not even worth watching the show. Well, it's just like they're pretending as if it's nudity, but it's not. But uh-huh. Just skip it. Just skip it. It was instead. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. It was <laughs> like quiet, and it just felt. Yeah, it did feel like didn't very. Did the director yeah, say that it was like? A very purposefully made scene to empower the woman in it, right? I believe yeah, that was, was the point. Yeah, it was like from the woman's perspective. Like she, she, so she mentioned that she indeed was feeling the vibes with her uncle and needed an outlet. And the knight, Mister Knight, was the uh, first one available. So she just rode that hot day. Damn, dude, this is a lot like. The the Mel Gibson movie What Women Want, and oh, now yeah. I know that What Women <laughs> Want is completely silent, non nude uh, uh, escapades, right? Yeah. Followed by Holocaust denial. <laughs> is that what happens? Yeah, in that movie, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 Mel Gibson joke. Sorry, I, 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 I took me a long Google. time to connect those dots. <laughs> Was waiting for it. Yeah, that's my specialty. Weird, niche, not funny jokes. <laughs> After that, basically, we find out that you know they did a shitty job of you know hiding this, and the word already got out. So, like first thing in the morning, Otto, who's like a little too happy and smirking to go snitch on them, and uh, the king and Allison buy it. At first, they're like, oh my gosh, it must be true. And they put it all on Damon. Again, you guys were saying she's into it. She has agency. But then all the characters are like, nah, this is all about Damon. He, you know, took advantage of her. But that's really not what happened. Like, she she was also uh, a party to it. The way that this news is taken and then manipulated by all of the people in the separate parties, though, I think is very interesting. Like, yes, Rainy swears on her mother slash lies to Allison that it didn't happen the way that, that it happened. happened. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. I like it's it's not a no. That's that's what you would do in that situation. I know. I'm that's just saying, the right like, thing to do. It, when she <laughs> said it, I was like, okay, that's a part of her that I haven't we hadn't seen yet. Right? She can do wrong. Yeah, no, she has the ability to, uh, she has that survivor instinct where she is willing to just say shit to get away with whatever she wants to do in certain situations. And then, um, Viserys kind of like grows balls all of a sudden and is taking this seriously. 
and is uh, not like going mad king on people, but at least he's he's angry and following through with his words, which we haven't seen yet. And then the weirdest one of them all is Damon, who calculates that he should just go along with them with the allegations because perhaps a sullied Rhaenyra can just be his wife instead of his quote unquote brass bitch. And <laughs> uh, it's a bad calculation, but an interesting yeah. one nonetheless. And he gets exiled for the second time in just a couple years. <laughs> and two for two, baby. The fact that he's lying and confessing to something he didn't do. And again, he's probably just doing that to hurt his brother. And that's why he's done all of this. Which, by the way, it Allison also, points out. Yeah. It's just for a smart girl. Mm. Which oh, yeah, makes you sure, wonder, like, sure. did, did he even do the air for a day joke? Or did Otto just, you know, stretch the truth on that one, too? But either way, I, I, I think he just stretched the truth on it and is trying to get rid of Damon every time he gets a chance and oh, is yeah. trying to get his grandson on the throne. I think that's pretty clear. But he also doesn't assume what's going to happen next because nobody does when Viserys is just like, how about you fuck yourself? <laughs> right. Well, Rainy gets mad and she's like, well, either way, Otto shouldn't be talking about to you about who I'm banging or yeah, telling have people it, about it. Right. Otto, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> I could have several bastard children and no one would care. I want to do my thing. So Viserys calls Otto into the <clears throat> round table or whatever. And he's like, listen, man, Otto, I really appreciate nobody loves the game more than you, but you're fucking fired. All right. This is my daughter. <laughs> Hands off. Yeah, uh, it, it was like a, a, a so you're, you've been a valuable part of this team for a very long time. And we can never thank you enough for where we've gotten to. But the future doesn't look like it shall be painted with a brush of you. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're f goodbye. We owe you gratitude, but goodbye. Yeah. You uh, Ryan wrote, said this in the notes too, but like, you kind of feel bad for Otto here, even though he is probably like, uh, conspiring and also power crazy and a bad father. Oh, yeah. And maybe yeah. also part of a plot to experiment and do eugenics on the Targaryens, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, the reason still, you feel bad though yeah. is because the actor is so That's good. That's right. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. He's real good. Because his face conveys such, like, you know, from one scene to another, like, conniving, smart interesting to the next scene of like oh no the thing that defined me is being taken away from me and you can feel that pain that he instantly has and you're like fuck this fucking guy is good at his job <laughs> ole, ole, right. ole, ole. <laughs> i'm whitey <laughs> i'm whitey so he's out then king viserys goes to see rainy and he really yells at her and he says well, time's up you're getting married now enough of this shit and you're going to marry Lenor Valerian because that's the Seasake's son. And then, you know, they'll add another dragon to their forces. So we'll kind of even out the civil war that we're doing in a little bit. So you go join their side. Oh, shit. I just hit my mic. So you just you that. Yeah. So you go join their side. And also, here's some tea, which has plan B. 
uh, family <laughs> yeah, planning medicine and plan plan B in medieval time. Medieval Apparently. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just tea full of wildfire, but it's only for bellies. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if. As you might recall in the first episode, James, you talked about the uh, the Maesters uh, mm. theory, which yeah. this would be like the worst version of it, right? Where the uh, heir apparent is a dragon rider and the uh, king to be would also be a dragon rider. Right, but we also need to take into account because they mentioned this this like fucking weird prophecy on the dagger and how yeah. only Rainy knows that. And so if Rainy doesn't get a chance to tell that to her heir, then people might not know it, and then you're gonna forget something important. Right. Is this where this supposed prophecy gets cut off from the rest of the Targaryen dynasty? Do Does Aegon not know the Song of Ice and Fire when he's doing his own thing? Right. But we do get in uh, Fire and Blood that apparently Rhaegar, Danny's older brother, was like reading through some old like books or notebooks the Targaryens had saw something and he was like, shit, I need to make the prince that was promised. Uh, and that's how yes. John was born. Yeah. He refound the lost information of the song of ice and fire, which we might see get lost in real time. Uh, episodes three and four were pretty good. I liked them just fine. Um, I know I, I bitch a lot, but it's still the best thing on yeah. TV right now. I expect that like for someone like Adam, there is not as much payoff for this shit as there might be for you or I, Ryan, because he's not emotionally attached to this series. I mean, uh, ask him. <laughs> as, as a stand as a standalone show, like from beginning to end of what I know, which are just these four episodes, uh, it, it's it's good. Like I, I like it. It's it's well done. It is. It's um, incredibly detailed. Very. Uh, con- I've used the word contentious a few times. It's very contentious, which is interesting to watch. Um, but you're right. I don't know like the backstory, so I'm not as connected to the lore as you guys would be, but I don't think it discounts that the show's good and that it's entertaining and interesting to watch, but I I still don't have the what's going to happen next week. Like feel like I'm just going to watch it when it comes out, you know? You know, I'm not raring to watch it at 9 p.m. on a Sunday, you know? Well, yeah, um, I, I am raring to watch it at 9 p.m. Yeah. on a Sunday. <laughs> I mean, again, like I said, I, I may get there as it keeps going on because it is, I think it's getting better. A lot more interesting things are happening. The things that are happening have consequence now and things are starting to ramp up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, so far, good. It's good. It's good. I like it. It is getting better. Minus the fact that two gigantic cool scenes were taken away from us and I still don't have an explanation from the showrunner as to why they decided to just like deprive us of a cool dragon egg heist and the killing <laughs> yeah, of a cinema boss. That's yeah. fucking dumb. But yes, it is better. And by the way, when I st- was talking about the Rings of Power on a previous episode that you can go and listen to, and I'll be doing another episode on the third episode of Rings of Power here coming up soon, uh, 
you'll hear me say that I was looking forward to Rings of Power more every week than House of the Dragon uh, when it came to just, you know, the first two or three episodes of the House of the Dragon and the first two episodes of the Lord of the Rings. That, I think, has changed now because the third episode of the Lord of the Rings, as I will expound upon uh, in a later episode, I thought was really, really lacking and boring and weird uh still beautiful still the prettiest thing on tv still the best sounding thing on tv but the story was just odd and then one choice they made i found to be very annoying uh again go listen to that episode when it comes out but house of the dragon i think is getting better and better i think the more politic king they do the better it's going to get this uh, no moment in the rings of power so far has made me feel the way i felt when Otto got fired in fact nothing in a very long time has made me feel that way which is so many emotions all at once of like yeah of course he's being fired any king worth his salt like with all the information the lies and truth like all put together would fire this dude he's obviously self-interested Viserys even says at some point like they're all self-interested Rhaenyra like of course they're all self-interested it would be crazy if they weren't and he's sort of taking the situation by the balls which is awesome but at the same time you like the in the in these two shows the best actor is the guy playing Otto Hightower and the second best actor is probably the woman playing Galadriel. But I think there's a, uh, a it's like a tier list of acting that the dude playing Otto is just murdering it so hard from that one moment. So, yeah, I just sort of want to see what keeps happening. And by the way, Alicent is more interesting all of a sudden. She just... N- she knew immediately why Damon was doing what he was doing way quicker than the king ever did, who is blind to these things because he's too close to his family. And I don't know. It's just good. It's good shit. And we'll be back next week to talk about episode five. Did anybody watch the preview for the next episode of Game of Thrones? Yes. Nah. Nah, I don't watch it anymore. Okay. I want to be surprised. All right, I guess I'll stop. Be surprised for the the story. You already know how it ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not Adam doesn't. Well, yeah, though, but the, so. the filler content, you might be surprised. Like the shit that's not addressed in the books. Who knows? Yeah, and we're also going to do another episode about the Emmys. <laughs> Anybody watch them? I haven't yet. I hope Squid Game won Best Drama. That's all I wanted out of them. Did that happen? It we don't know yet. It's still happening. Like oh, as we shit. Oh, is it really? Literally, Jason Sudeikis just won Outstanding Lead Actor for a comedy series. Ted Lasso for sure, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for yeah, yeah. House of the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're gonna. We're, we'll, I think we'll talk about that soon too. Oh, yeah. Ted Lasso. <laughs> uh, I want to yeah. do a Ted Lasso show when it's done because this is the final season. And that show do a is so Severance good. show. So fucking good. <laughs> Severance show. Elvis show. Barbarians show. I don't know what that is. I didn't watch Elvis. Such a good show. Doggy show. Rock by sweet baby Baby James. James.